And we're back here for another exciting episode of the Daily Zipper Podcast. I am joined, of course, my name is Thomas James. I am joined by Mr. Louis Cerrone, our media director, our producer, Josh Woods, and a special guest, Wee Man. Wee Man's down here on vacation. Wee Man, how you doing today? Good to be here, Thomas, and uh, just call me Wee. That's what my friends call me. Well, Wee, it's good to hear from you again. Last time we talked, you were talking about polar bear blood. A little NASCAR. You ready to talk a little Olympics today? Yeah, that got a little out of hand, but I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about these Olympic games. Good to hear, and it's good to have you, Wee Man. And again, we're here at Carnita Snack Shack. I am Thomas James. I will be guiding you along for the next 30 minutes or so as we discuss all the recent sports topics of today. And again, the Olympics are in full swing. Wee Man, what is your favorite Olympic sport? That would easily be shooting. And first of all, I would like to uh, address the U.S. shooting team. I still have not gotten an invite to participate in that sport, and I'm wondering why not. All I do is sit in my back porch and just snipe endangered animals with my sniper rifle. What kind of animals do you usually hunt, Wee Man? Uh, moose, elk, occasionally bear. You know, whatever happens, come by my back porch. And you become quite the marksman. Yes, I am. And uh, I noticed we lost to South Korea, which is impossible because my granddaddy was in the Korean War, and he said they could not shoot for shit. Wow. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I did not know that the Olympics had shooting, but it's good to have your expertise with us, Wee Man. And shooting is something that is a lost art. You know, it's a lost art here in California. I don't know many shooters. You know, some parts of the country, I suppose, have better shooters, but it's good to get your expertise on that. What about something like basketball? Did you watch the U.S.-China game at all, Wee Man? Did you have any thoughts watching that game? I did. I was impressed by China. <laughs> it really hung in there at the end of the, end of the game. They only lost by, what was it, 60? 57. 57. Well, that's a moral victory for the Chinese national basketball team, I suppose. And what about the the swimming, the track events? Did you hear that, for example, the track, who's the big track star? Usain Bolt. He didn't go to the opening ceremony. He said he just was feeling too lazy that night and didn't want to go to the opening ceremony. Would you, would you say that was a, a good move on his part, a bad move? I don't blame him at all, actually. As a matter of fact, I really skipped it. It seems pretty boring. And the fact that there's just Zika stuff flying around everywhere is probably a smart idea. Speaking of which, the harbor, the harbors down there in Rio are polluted to the level that's 100 times, some people are saying, some experts are saying, over 100 times what's sanitary. And they're having sailing races in that bay. Now, if you were a sailor, what advice would you give to those Olympic sailors that are sailing around in this polluted ocean right now? Well, I think I'd swim in more unsanitary conditions. But um, oh, speaking of which, we man off air beforehand, you were talking about you came down. We're at you were at the beach earlier. You had a little experience at the beach. Yeah, I did. Went down to the to the uh, beach. A lot of seaweed down there. It tends to creep up into places that you do not want to have seaweed. We men, I want to have the listeners really get an idea of who you are as a person as well. Now, you mentioned uh, body art. You're a big fan. You saw some people with body art earlier. You didn't know that so many people here in the San Diego area were into body art. And you said you saw a mermaid on one guy's right calf. You saw a sea turtle and some seahorses on another guy's left calf. And you were really impressed by this. Was there, was there something about seeing a, a grown man at six foot two, 250 pounds with a seahorse on his calf? What was it about that moment that you really were inspired by? 
Well, I, I was real inspired by all the tattoos I saw. It actually inspired me to go down to Tijuana because I hear it's a lot cheaper to get a tattoo down there. Got a tattoo of a mermaid with the face of my girlfriend, Gilda. Nice heavy set woman. About a, imagine just a 300 pound torso on a skinny fish tail. And that's on my ankle. <laughs> that is impressive. I think it's the word that we're looking for. That's that's bold. That's impressive. I support you in that decision because that's awesome to support your girlfriend like that and get a tattoo of her. You know, I've talked to a lot of guys about tattoos, a lot of athletes. This is a sports show. They've always told me they've never regretted getting a tattoo of their girlfriend on them. Not a single one regretted it. I don't it. see any situation where I'd ever regret it at all. No, no. That's that's the tattoo that stays on you forever. You never regret it. And it's it's just wise. It was a wise decision. You have a couple brewskis. You go down to TJ. Only the smart people do it. Oh, we man, you got something to eat? All right. All right. So we're here again at Carnita's Snack Shack. We got some delicious fries. Thank you very much. Delicious fries, uh, a taco. All right. Dig in there, fellas. Dig in. We're still alive here. We're still going. Um, I do want to bring in Louie. I had a question for Louie. Let Wee Man have a few fries here. Let him let him rest his vocal cords there. Louie, the Chargers have been in the news recently. We had you jump on here last week and talk a little bit about the Chargers. And they've been on the news because they can't get their first-round pick still still unsigned. Is still he, unsigned. Is he, wasn't it a third-round pick? Or no, first. Was, was first third round? overall. Oh, in third the entire overall. draft, That's the what third I mean. overall. That's like Michael Jordan when he was the third overall. Great player, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they can't get him signed. He's not in camp. What are they doing? What is going on at Chargers camp? I have no idea, man. Every th- I, I don't even know what's going on right now um, with the Chargers. They, how are they not picking up? Or why is this guy not wanting to sign? I don't understand why aren't they, you know. Just give him what he wants, guys. Give him a, I'm I, just kidding. I don't know. I don't know. It's also, I don't know. I don't know what he's he's expecting either, you know. He's a, he's a newcomer into the sport. And, like, I feel like you should be – at first, at least a little humble enough to you're you're one of the lucky people that actually get to play the sport um, professionally, and and just to you know delay and you know and and the less time he spends in training camp, uh, you know that's gonna put us back. So it's it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. That is yeah. I don't know what's going on. I was talking a little off air with Josh earlier. I want to hear your thoughts on this of maybe going down to Qualcomm Stadium and, and telling them what we think. You know, why isn't this guy signed? Maybe even get a view. Uh, hey, a video, fellas. We get a video. We get us in the video. Our unhappiness. We send it over to Chargers Park. Maybe we even throw that thing <laughs> on right. YouTube. Hey, if anyone out there wants to help the Daily Zipper make a, uh, a music video about the Chargers and their inadequacies, let me know. Thomas <laughs> James, contact me because I'm interested. I'm interested in everyone's thoughts on how to get this solved. I think that the Charger team is not paying attention to their fans at all. We want this guy signed. We want a lot of things that they don't do done, but they don't seem to be listening. So I don't know what that being said. All that, all that, uh, you know, all that going on. And that being said, I am definitely excited for football season. It's going to be a, a good one. And we still have the Chargers here in San Diego, so I'm excited about that. We're a week I, away. I don't like you know um, how we're working things, but I'm still grateful that they are still here playing with us. And we look forward to the season, possibly even tailgating. Get a little daily zipper tent out there and do some tailgating, getting the fans to join us out in the parking lot that's for the game. Right. Um, that's right. Awesome. That's going to be a good thing. We're definitely going to stop by to some of the games and, um, you know, uh, 
co- come by. We'll we'll set up a little, you know, tailgate and definitely come by and say hi. We're gonna do this this season. Absolutely, Louis. We were talking Olympics here with Wee Man earlier, and he was talking a little bit about the shooting events. I want to get your thoughts. You're a big soccer fan. Uh, talking about shooting, guys, let me just cut you off. Talking about shooting, yeah. I'm actually going to go shooting tomorrow. I'm going to go to the gun range, which is, ah. I've never done it before. And, uh, you know, Mr. Wee, Wee Man right here kind right. of. Uh, He's from Alaska. He, Wee Man joins us hey, from Alaska. Yeah, He's I, on a little vacation down here. I was like, hey, yeah, man, maybe he can give me some give me some pointers when I go to the gun range tomorrow and see. see. Uh, well, what can we do, Wee Man? What can I do when I go to the gun range tomorrow? I'll be happy to help you, Louie. I usually just go for the automatic weapons, just let it rip. Auto automatic weapons. I don't think that's legal in California, though. Um, I don't think they have automatic weapons. You here. gotta go to Tijuana. Oh, that's where you gotta go. Got it. Got it. I think uh, Wee Man was telling me off the air. He gets his grenades down in TJ as well. Oh, yeah. He's got some good, some good selection, right? Is it legitimate me? or black market or how does that work? It's all legitimate. It's a dollar per grenade. <laughs> so for one dollar. Grenades, and then of course Where do you go Hong to Kong. The Hong Kong afterwards, after we've done some shooting, right? Go to the That's Dollar Tree uh, gun, gun specials, or what? What no, is, it's what is this? Kind of like a farmers market, but instead of farmers, it's just illegal gun runners. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. I guess, man. Yeah. But Anyways, cutting back to the Olympics. The soccer. Yeah, I wanted to get your thoughts on the Algeria and. Iran game earlier today. Mm-hmm. Did you take a take a watch? I actually don't know if those were teams playing, but I, I, I'm curious. How do you follow the soccer? Because there's so many countries. Who's worth watching in this Olympics? Who? What teams would you be watching if you were well, giving advice? If uh, you're watching, you got to definitely watch. Um, you know the generic, the the popular teams. So you're definitely going to want to watch Brazil. You're definitely going to want to watch. Uh, me- uh, well, Mexico is my team, so I'm going to watch Mexico for sure. Um, U.S. is really good, man. So I'm excited to see the U.S. actually uh, this this year. So it should they sh- it should be really fun. But definitely watch the you know those teams that are that are uh, the popular ones. You you're always going to f- find good Brazil games, good Germany games. Um, and who was our last uh, American Cup winner again? Do you remember? American Cup, like sailing? I don't know. American Cup. We just... Uh, oh, you're talking about Copa America. Copa America. Yeah, yeah. that was Chile. Chile. So yeah, you Chile. guys... Well, we'll see We'll see what they can do uh, uh, in the games. But, um, yeah, just follow the, the popular teams, the popular uh, countries, and you should be seeing some good games. Right. Okay. And then what about some of these other sports? I was reading about beach volleyball. I don't know if you follow beach volleyball, Louie, but apparently it's just a big party, like in the stands. People are dancing while the women in scantily, scantily clad clothing, <laughs> I like that sport. I really like are playing to, on the beach. Hey, you know, uh, I definitely when I'm uh, uh, channel surfing, when I'm channel surfing and watching the Olympics, uh, and I see beach volleyball with the tall ladies uh, playing and you know hitting the ball it's it's a pretty entertaining I, I it is I gotta say <laughs> it's a fun game I like how it's two on two makes it easier to see everything the courts easier to see when it's a little less congested but yeah I, d- I didn't know that I just recently found out that it's just a big party in the stands people are dancing around listening to music and it's crazy we got to go one of these years man. one of these years we do have to make it to the Olympics you know when the daily zipper finally gets that final big push and then gets us to the top boom we'll be there daily zipper all right, what about, let's get away for the Olympics. We talked a little football already. What about baseball? Baseball, you know, we've got the playoff races heating up, and we've got the Padres 
that just made all these big deals. I do want to get Wee Man's thoughts again on some of these deals that went down. Wee Man, I know you're up in Alaska. You told me off air you're actually a big Padre fan. What do you think of the Matt Kemp trade over to Atlanta? I think it's time for him to go. And I like that young guy that they got out of Atlanta. I think he's going to add a lot to the franchise. Okay. All right. And what did you make of some of the other moves? Some of the people, I wasn't a huge fan of the Matt Kemp trade. I definitely wasn't a fan of the B.J. Upton trade to the Blue Jays. How can you get rid of B.J. Upton? He's having a phenomenal year. In fact, he had three walk-off home runs this season. And when they gave him to the Blue Jays, they actually paid most of the contract. They paid all but $5 million. It was a $22 million contract. So they basically paid for him to go to Toronto. I don't understand it. Do you? Here's what I think he's doing. I think he's just trying to do anything possible to get rid of cap space, and then he's going to have another spending spree next year like he did last year. Okay. That's what I'm seeing. I don't so think he's going to go rebuild, and then another year later he's going to go back into spending again. Yeah, I think it's just a fake rebuild. He's not actually going to go into a rebuilding year. He's just going to spend a bunch this offseason. That's why it's happening. All right. That's why you're here, we man. I haven't heard that before. So he's going to go back and forth. It sounds kind of like a bipolar personality to me but okay i think so yeah he might be a bipolar guy See, i think he might get in trouble though because i don't know if you heard about this they're under mlb investigation for trading colin Rea and not disclosing his injuries to the marlins you hear about that that's right i had never seen that before we man that a pitcher who had been traded from one team to the other team and then after it makes a start and pitches three or four innings or whatever it was then can be traded back. I've never seen that before. Yeah, it looks like they're afraid they get in trouble, so they just made the trade back as soon as possible. Very, very interesting. Okay. Now, the Marlins, speaking of Marlins, they're one of those teams that's fighting for a playoff berth. You've got, let's start with the National League, Wee Man, so let's go through it here. You've got the Marlins, you've got the Nationals, and you've got the Mets kind of all fighting for playoff spots in the East. Out of those three teams that are fighting for playoff spots, who do you see making the playoffs? Nationals for sure, possibly Mets. No way to the Marlins. No way to the Marlins. Now, if the Marlins get in, you know their record in the playoffs is 6-0. and They've never lost the playoff series. That's true. So that could be your dark horse. Yeah, well, I don't think they're getting in, so it won't matter much. All right, all right. What about in the Central? You've got the Cubs. You've got the Cardinals in second right now. You've got the Pirates still lurking behind. Out of those three teams that have potential to make it, who makes it? I'm going to go with Cubs and maybe Cardinals. Okay. All right. In the West, we've got the Giants, the Dodgers, and that's really it. The Rockies aren't very good this year, and obviously the D-backs and Potters have really struggled. Yeah, I think for sure Giants to win and for sure Dodgers to take a wild card spot. Okay. So you're basically saying the only teams that are up are the Mets and the Cardinals, and they'll be fighting for that second wild card? That's what I'm saying. All right. All right. Interesting. And in the American League, who do you got out there in the American League East? You've got the Red Sox, the Blue Jays, the Orioles. I'm going to go with the Red Sox. Going with the Red Sox. Big Poppy in his final year. He makes the playoffs. Yeah, I think they'll be making the playoffs this year. Maybe making a run for it, too. And then Central, you've got the Tigers that have really come on strong lately. They've really played well. And, of course, you have the Indians who had that 14-game winning streak not too long ago. Out of those two teams, they're both playing good ball. Do you think they both make it? I think they're going to both make it. I like the Indians. I really like that team this year. Okay. And then the AL West, you have the... Mariners that are still lurking around 500, and then, of course, you have the Astros, who are that up-and-coming team, and then the Rangers, who are in charge of that division right now. Out of those three teams, you see one, two. How many teams make it there? I'll take the Rangers. I think that whole division is just a crapshoot, though. Okay, so you like the Rangers. You like Cole Hamels. 
Yeah. You like you, Darvish. I just think that they're the best team by default. I don't think anyone else is very good in that division. And speaking of Rangers, they just got that big pickup, Jonathan Lucroy, the That's catcher. True. I yeah. like that. Do you I'm like really that deal? I look forward to an Indians-Rangers playoff series. I agree with you. I actually tweeted that not too long ago at my Twitter account. For those of you that follow me, it's at ThomasJamesDZP. And I, I said that right away after that trade was made. I really want to see the Indians and the Rangers battle it out because that would have all the drama you would need in a playoff series. So I really am hoping for that. I think the Red Sox with Big Poppy will win that division. And that's going to be interesting to see if they can go on a run to the World Series in its final year. And in the NL... I'm really intrigued by the Marlins. I'm telling you, if they get in, they've never lost before. So it's possible they could run the table. And, of course, you have the Cubs who are trying to break the oldest curse out there, right? It's 108 years. They haven't won a World Series since 1908. They haven't even been in a World Series since 1945. So the Cubs are really that, that team out there that everybody wants to see win just because it would be history, right? So it could be the Cubs. It could be the Red Sox. The Indians are another team. They haven't won in a long time, although Cleveland just won, obviously, in basketball not too long ago, so that's not quite as big a story, in my opinion. And then you got some other teams lurking, obviously, with the Nationals and the NL East. They're a great team. Bryce Harper, and they got that pitching staff. Steven Strasburg, local San Diego, San Diego State guy, is uh, only lost one game, I believe, this season, so he's having a phenomenal year out there. So overall, baseball, it's heating up right now. Yeah, just to add, I, don't, I see the Cubs... I see the Cubs losing. They have too much youth on their team, not, much, not enough playoff experience. But I uh, thought you were telling me you're a big fan of Anthony Rizzo. No, not a fan. Not a fan at all. As a matter of fact, I really don't like that whole team. I like Joe, uh, what's his last name? Joe Madden. Joe Madden, that's about it. I'm going to take Giants to win over the Red Sox. By the way, shout out to our writer Tommy Kuznia, who recently wrote an article on Joe Madden. That'll be up on the website very soon, most likely tomorrow. So check that out. At thedailyzipper.com. So, we men, who do you think? I'm going to ask you about awards. Who takes the MVP awards in both leagues this year? In the American League and the National League. Obviously, you got some front runners. You know, you got the National League. You've got you've, you know, Clayton Kershaw was a front runner before he got injured, which is a big loss for the Dodgers. But do you do you like a guy like Gene Carlos Stanton, John Carlos Stanton, who's the home run derby champion? He's hit he had a monster home run the other day. Do you see that 495 foot bomb? did he broke his own record for the season and so he's got to be in the discussion i think especially the marlin marlins that are making the playoffs and then of course you've got I unfortunately i have to say this the cubs have some guys that are in that discussion chris bryant he's in that discussion as well what about the guy the mets let go daniel murphy he's got to be right he's got the top batting average in the league so he's got to be up there as well. I like Murphy, and I like Altuve in the American League. Altuve is the guy in the American League, I think, that's definitely up there. Although David Ortiz is having a great year for his last year. I don't know if the, the award will go to him, but he's he's got to be in the discussion as well because he's playing phenomenal for 40 years old. Um, what about – we were talking about this off air. What about the Giants players? They're uh, having a great season. We never hear enough about guys like Buster Posey, do we? Yeah, they usually go pretty unnoticed, especially regular season. I'm thinking they'll change for the postseason. People will start talking about how great they are, and then they'll just kind of forget about them again next year. And a manager, Bruce Bochy, who should win manager of the year at some point, was here in San Diego. I actually wrote an article. Check it out, thedailyzipper.com. He's won three World Series titles since he left San Diego, and he's definitely deserved it. He deserves a manager of the year award. This could be the year. Yeah, the Padres are a great franchise to leave. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've seen a lot of guys move on to bigger and better 
Wee Man, can you please not do that with the mic? If uh, Wee Man does that again, take his mic, Josh. Wee Man is making inappropriate gestures with the mic. All right, so let's go ahead and pass the mic over to Josh. I want to hear Josh's thoughts. Josh is a big fan or producer here of football. I just want to hear what he has to say about fantasy. Those of you that weren't listening last week, we talked a little bit about fantasy football. I want to get back to it because I want to hear Josh's ideas. I was intrigued afterwards because he had some interesting ideas. Like Josh said he was going to draft Terrell Pryor. I want to hear some other gold from Josh right now for fantasy football. What do you suggest to the listeners out there they do in the first few rounds of their draft this year? Honestly, if you're if we're looking at skill positions, I think uh, you got to look at take a look at Danny Woodhead. You got to take a look at David Johnson. Some of those guys that uh, normally wouldn't start, but are going to see a lot of PT this year due to their contributions last year. Obviously, with the Chargers, Danny Woodhead popped up because Melvin Gordon didn't do too well. David Johnson, when Chris Johnson was injured last season, so you got those guys. Those are my picks, though. I, I had I like both David of those Johnson. guys last year. David they Johnson did very awesome. well for me. I, I really like your pick. David Johnson actually helped me win a fantasy football title last year. He's a small school guy like Danny Woodhead. You picked a couple of small school guys there, and I really like their game. They're those guys that do that, that grunt work that nobody – Darren Sproles is another name. You know, he's obviously a little older now, but he was a guy who was a great little sneaky fantasy guy who could put up big points for you when you need them. Um, so I like those picks. Those are good sleeper picks, Josh. And I also think the uh, what uh, I we got a bus going by here. We're here at <laughs> Harbor and Broadway downtown. Again, we're downtown San Diego here at Carnita Snack Shack. I'm also going to be looking out for the Arkansas product, Hunter Henry, on the Chargers squad. Let's see if he can make some waves this season at the tight end position behind Gates. Hunter Henry is an interesting case, Josh. I don't know if you read, but supposedly he never dropped a ball in practice all last season in college. All last season. Didn't drop a single ball. That's right. So I'm really looking forward to seeing this guy because if that's true, then that's, I mean, that's the guy that I look forward to, to watching on Sundays in a Bolts uniform. So I'm excited about that. And, you know, there's other guys in the league, not just Charger guys. We got... Some sleepers and other other divisions. Obviously, the Cowboys with Ezekiel Elliott. He was the most popular jersey in the league this past month. He could be a big-time player. Watch for Des Bryant to If come Tony back Romo can be healthy, Des Bryant will be a big factor. Um, you got some other guys in the league that could be big factors coming in as rookies. You got who is I'm, the— I'm curious to see who the Broncos pick up a quarterback. Mark Sanchez supposedly could be the starter. We'll find out. Could when, he be a good sleeper pick towards the uh, second half of the season? Because he has some weapons there. Demarius Thomas, obviously, the wide receiver there is a weapon. and they Ronnie have Hillman. Ronnie Hillman, San Diego State guy. And they've got some other weapons as well. Emmanuel Sanders, that's the other receiver. He's a, a big threat, a big-time, big-play threat. Former Pittsburgh Steeler. That's right, that's right. And then some of the receivers in the draft, Laquan Treadwell out of uh, Old Miss. We'll see how he does. He was a big name coming out of, the dra- out of college this year, so we'll see how he adjusts to the NFL. Obviously, no, what I'm going to be watching is Odell Beckham. He's all, always an entertaining player for the Giants. We'll see how he does this season in his third year in the league, known for his one-handed catch. Um, we got Deshaun Jackson out there in the NFC East, sticking in the NFC East. That guy's still got some game. I heard he was burning the new corner that they just got from Carolina, Josh Norman, in practice. So Deshaun Jackson still got it if he can stay on the field. And so that's going to be the big key in Washington. What, what I'm really curious about is how big an impact – are the f- top two draft picks going to make in this That's year's fantasy? That's a great fantasy question. Who dra- do you draft at number one this year? Because 
running back value has declined in fantasy. Is Carson Wide receiver Wentz? value has gone up. Carson Wentz or Jared Goff? For quarterbacks? Who who, who do you pick? Who, who would you be your fantasy sleeper pick? Well, Jared Goff only because I think he will play sooner than Carson Wentz, but I wouldn't take either. I don't want to take either because on fantasy, I don't believe in taking more than one quarterback because you can always plug in depending on how deep your league is. We're playing here at the Daily Zipper, and as standard, it will be a 12-team league, and I believe in taking one QB and then just picking up quarterbacks depending on what their matchup is that week. But the one, the running back and wide receiver debate is really heating up this year, Josh, because running back value has declined. And wide receivers, you've seen the wide receiver value go up. I mean, look at all the receiving yards. Odell Beckham's putting up. Des Bryant, Antonio Bryant. Is Keenan Allen going to have a good year Keenan Allen, year? before he got hurt, was putting up unbelievable numbers last year. You've got Julio Jones. Julio Jones is a beast out there in Atlanta. There are so many receivers that you can take in that first round. I would probably, I'm almost tempted to just take two right away. Just first and second round picks, make them receivers, because those are the guys with the highest value in today's NFL. And that is because we're passing it so much. And quarterbacks are putting up, all of them are putting up good numbers. That's why you don't need to take them quite as high, because all the quarterbacks are doing well now, not just a few. And so it'll be interesting to, to see how, how it all pans out this year. But I'm excited. Like I said, preseason football a week away, Josh. A week from today, you will have preseason football going on. We also got college football coming up. College Sandy football. State Aztecs That's right. Coming yep. off a fresh Mountain West Conference title. So San Diego State. We'll see if they can defend their crown. I'm excited to crown. see what they can do. I'm excited about it. They've got, of course, DJ Pumphrey, potential Heisman. He's a dark horse. Dark horse Heisman candidate. We'll see how he does this season. It's his last season. He's obviously been great. He set the all-time school record last year for rushing, passing the great Marshall Falk. And we'll uh, we'll see. We'll see how the Aztecs do this year. Now, as far as local college news, you can't forget USD's very own Jamal Agnew going into his senior year. Potential NFL prospect. So, A guy that we want to interview here at the Daily Zipper. So I'm glad you brought that up. I'm really excited about potentially going over there and interviewing him before his season starts, seeing what his thoughts are about the upcoming season and also about the NFL draft next spring, although I'm sure he's more focused on the fall right now. But, yeah, that'll be a great interview, and hoping hoping we'll do that soon. You know, the Daily Zipper will be out there in Linda Vista getting an interview with the Jamal Agnew player, football player. But, all right, guys, I think that's about it for today. We've covered covered it all. Covered a little Olympics, covered a little football, a little baseball. Did it all, boys. I'm glad uh, Oh, we had some French fries all while doing it. So, for Louis Cerrone, Louis, our media director, is there anything the the people should know before we before we end this thing right here? Um, come to Carnita Snack Check because they, it's delicious, isn't it's it? You've great. been eating uh, a taco the last yeah, five minutes. It's, it's so good. And then I just ordered these fries, man. They're seasoned and they have bacon ketchup, man. Bacon, bacon ketchup. ketchup. You believe that? Yeah. That try good. it. Try it out. Um, no, but things that are happening here. Um, exciting things. We got a lot of stuff. I'm um, going on like we were talking earlier today. We're gonna. We're going to start going to some games. So hopefully we get to uh, talk to some of you out, out there at stadiums and talk a little bit of sports. So that should be fun. Um, so coming soon, we're going to do that. Maybe we'll post it in on you know social media. We'll post it on Snapchat. Our Snapchat, we're going to really try to get that out there. Our Snapchat and potentially Instagram. We'll find out if that's doable here in the, in the near future. So look for us on those two devices. Yeah. And, of course, we man. We man, we're glad you stopped by today. Glad you took some time out of your busy schedule. 
We were able to catch him down here by the bay. He uh, had a fun day down at the beach, apparently. You know, saw saw some seaweed in there. Hopefully, you know, tomorrow there's less seaweed. Yeah, it's a great place. San Diego really is a great place to be unless you're a sports fan because their teams are just god-awful. But other than that, San Diego is the best place to be. All right. So for Louie, for Wee Man, and our producer, Josh Woods, I am Thomas James, signing off.